Welcome to episode 5 of Milk Carton Kids Podcast. I'm Katie Bocci. And I am Katie Riggle. This is our first episode of the new year. Yes, 2021. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? No. No? Just to get through it? Pretty much, yeah. Just to... I mean, personally for me, last year really, I mean, besides everything that happened wasn't terrible. I can't honestly complain about it, but, um, you know, just, uh, I mean, every single year I feel like I always make resolutions and I never stick with them. So yeah, yeah, I just went into, I was like clean slate, no expectations. We'll just see what happens. I feel like I don't need any new year's resolutions because I'm already doing so many new things. Like Mm -hmm. I'm doing the teacher training for aerial yoga and that started yesterday Mm -hmm. or Thursday. It's already Thursday. And uh, we did the full day today. And then yeah. I also started that book that book club. Oh, yeah. The Bookworm Bitches. Like, <laughs> Lindsay came up with that name. Of course she did. Um, I love that. Which I love it. Yeah. But, so we've been reading more because of that book club. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of creating these things helps me. So I don't actually have to create mm-hmm. like a set New Year's resolution. Just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I was going to Alaska for my birthday. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it got pushed back mm. um, to March 6th, Aww. which is Ryan's birthday. Yeah. His birthday's on March 5th. But So we're going March 6th because I guess the best time to see the northern lights is during like a no moon or like a crescent moon where it's like oh, okay, just dark. black, yeah. Yeah, and she, my friend accidentally like booked it during a, like a almost full moon mm. so we rescheduled it's only a couple weeks yeah like after but it'll be worth it though that'll be so yeah. cool i know we were like getting together and talking about all the f- stuff that we wanted to do we got like dog sledding oh um, so like fun. a hot springs that we're gonna check out so i was like really excited started ordering stuff and then yeah they're like we gotta reschedule i'm like no yeah pretty sad about that but at least you're still going though that'll be yeah. that'll be so yeah, fun so far yeah, yeah. nothing Hopefully, nothing crazy happens to where <laughs> between you now and then. Like, uh, flight insurance these days. You know, oh yeah, no, that's where we were supposed to go to Austin for Christmas, and my boyfriend's whole family got COVID, so we didn't, <gasps> didn't go. go. Yeah, so we didn't go. I didn't know that. Mm-mm, it got canceled like late, so now we're just gonna use the flights and go for like John's birthday or something like that. But yeah. um, it was so cool. We just did like just super chill like dinner yeah. and then just like watched movies all day so i was like not mad about it yeah to be you honest to, like, set up your new apartment oh then, yeah we went to look for a christmas tree and that was that was a bust completely we went to like a christmas tree farm and they had four trees left and they were like just the obviously like the worst ones that they had were still there but they were still really pretty and they were like it was like two days before Christmas. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be like eighty dollars. And I was like, what? What else are you gonna do with them yeah. besides throw them away? What do you mean they're still eighty dollars? And he was like, like oh, we trees. still have to sell them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we just never got a Christmas tree. So I was like, yeah, nah, I mean, I'll get one next year. Either. Yeah, I'm not spending eighty dollars and then a hundred dollars on ornaments for a day and a half. Right. <laughs> so, That's but. Sick. 
So I went first last time. So do you want to go first? Yeah, I can. Um, so the story that I found for this week is for a um, little Timothy Pitson. He is from Wisconsin, Dills, Wisconsin. Um, and he was actually last seen on May 11th, 2011 at the age of six. Um, and he's still currently missing. So that would make him like 15 now. Um, but he, on May 11th, his father dropped him off at school, just like a normal day. And shortly after he was dropped off, his mother, Amy Fry Pitson, um, picked him up from school unexpectedly stating, um, that they had a family emergency, which they, after investigation found out was false. There was actually no family emergency. Um, and she picked him up from school and then just started driving. After that, uh, cell phone records indicate that she had made contact with uh, many family members, including um, her mother, stating that she and Timothy were safe, but they were not in danger. And it's reported from those who receive phone calls that you can hear little Timothy in the background just saying over and over again that he's hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at least they heard him. Like, yeah, so they heard point. him. So it's like they can so they connect. That alive yeah, that they were with, um, that he was with his mother. Um, but although she had made contact with pretty much almost every family member, she failed to contact her husband and let him, like, let him know that she had to. I'm sure that was just an accident. Yeah, it was, it was like a fluke. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It was just, the number was, it was busy. I lost cell phone service. Um, and he actually didn't find out that she had picked up Timothy from school until he went to pick him up at the end of the day on the 11th. So, um, and the crazy thing about the story is she is seen on security cameras just kind of making stops at a repair shop and making stops at um, the zoo and a water park um, over a series of days. So they, when they returned from the zoo, they had retrieved their vehicle around 3 p.m. and drove to the Key Lime Cove Resort in Gurney where they had spent the night. Um, the very next morning, they had drove to the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dills, Wisconsin, where they were spotted at the checkout line at 10 a.m. the next day. And from that point, he had not been seen since being on that security footage. So <laughs> a couple days, um, so a couple days had passed since the 11th. And um, at the end of the day, the mother... At 11.15 p.m., she had checked into a Rockford Inn, or she checked in at the Rockford Inn at Rockford, and sometime during the night, she actually took her own life by slashing her wrist and neck and overdosing on an antihistamines. She was found on the 14th by the hotel staff along with a note, and within the note, she apologized for the mess she had created, but explained that Timothy would never be found, but he was safe and with people that would care for him. Oh yeah. So the only person who knows where he is, is deceased, and he has not been heard of since. 
Um, Did she have like any? Do you know if she had any like mental health? It is reported. Yeah, so it's reported that she did suffer. The husband said that she had just suffered from depression, and a couple days prior to her taking him and going missing, that they were in that they did have a conversation about divorce. Um, But it's, I mean, it's still sad. It's not really lots of people. um, Yeah. A reason to take your child. Yeah. Take their child. Yeah. So it's it's hard. Um, the father to this day still believes that he is that he is alive and he is out there somewhere because they didn't necessarily find much evidence to show that she did kill him. Um, there was a concerning amount of blood in the vehicle when they kind of did like the forensics investigation on it, but a family member revealed that the stains were probably from a nosebleed that he had suffered in the car from earlier in the month. Yeah. Does a nosebleed give that much blood? It depends. I was a chronic sufferer of nosebleeds oh, when were. I was a child. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I used to get nosebleeds all the time, and my nose would literally, it would just pour blood for like an hour. I think I yeah. had maybe like two nosebleeds yeah. in my life. Yeah. I can't even I remember. Know. I'm just making that number up because I feel like I've, at least every kid has probably had a nosebleed. Oh, my for guess, sure. Yeah. Like, no, I used to have a ton of them when I was a kid, and you can you can definitely, like, lose a lot of blood through a nosebleed. So that's where, like, knowing what I've done with that looks up, like, that okay, seems pretty plausible. That. Yeah. Um, so it would probably be, if she did do anything with him, probably in that, that last hotel room. Mm-hmm. Was it Castle Rock? Um, What's it called? Yeah, the um at the Rockford Rockford yeah. Inn at Rockford, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, he was seen everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had tracked him on like security footage so and from employees. Yeah, so the hotel they saw him go in, but they never saw him go out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's kind of a like a little bit of a like of a timeline. Um, let me see what it says here. So it says at 7:25 in the evening, Fry Pitson was seen alone on security cameras at a Family Dollar in Winnebago, where she purchased a pen, notepaper, and envelopes. At 8 p.m., she was sighted at the Sullivan's Food Store in Winnebago, again unaccompanied. And at 11:15 p.m., she checked into the Rockford Inn at Rockford, where sometime that night or the next morning, she took her own life. So oh, there okay, was so a there. significant amount of time where he, um, where he was missing. Um, yeah, the last Did place. The last place he was seen was at the Kalahari Kalahari Resort. I can't talk right now. The Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. Well, those are tongue twisters. Yeah. I don't even know how you're saying <laughs> Wisconsin. Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. You know I have problems. I can't yeah. even pronounce numbers. <laughs> so they were spotted on security footage in the checkout line at 10 a.m. Um the next day and he hadn't been seen or heard from since do the like police have any leads or do they have any ideas Mm -hmm. of like no phone records doesn't show yeah it doesn't so um they examined the car and found a so they first looked at the knife the knife only had um her dna on it um, they have found a concerning amount of blood within the vehicle, but then they said that a family member had said it was most likely a nosebleed. Um, her cell phone was missing for a decent amount of time. 
Um, an examination of the vehicle revealed that it had been parked in a grassy area, possibly near a stream, but also close to a highway. And in 2013, the cell phone was located beside Route 78, but it didn't bring any new evidence. So it did they not found like that at all. That yeah, just sounds like bad news. It does. So they found the cell phone two years later, from when he like from when he went missing. But obviously, what I mean, what could yeah. you get from that? You know. Um, but they did most recently, um, in 2018, Live PD did a broadcast about Little Timothy. So if you watch Live PD, you can find that to get a little bit more information. Um, and they I also have Live in... Live PD was just like live... Yeah, the last couple ones I've looked at, like they all, like they all do like a very small segment of wow. like missing children. Um... But yeah, they did a, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children did an age age progression photograph of him um, when he would have been 13 at the time. It's a sad story, but you know, it's just, it's crazy to to think. And I mean, I think from what we talked about with Kelsey, like a lot of times when children do go missing, it's people that you know and trust the most. It's just kind of sucks because it's a parent and they are allowed to take their, you know, mm-hmm. no one, there was no red flags yeah. for anybody to think that, you know, they don't call both parents to find out if it's okay for the other oh, person to yeah. get taken out of yeah. school. Like if you, you're the parent and you know, you have are like, Oh, it's a family emergency. Yeah. They're not going to call the father to verify. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, I bet you that probably eats the school up that they let him go. Let him go. Oh and then, yeah. This ended up happening while he was gone. But so my case is Asia Degree, mm-hmm. and this case is haunting. And you will think about this case when you are like at work or when you're sleeping because it just sticks with you because you're like, what? Happened? Yeah. So Asia Degree was just nine years old when she disappeared from her North Carolina home in the middle of the night on February fourteenth, two thousand. She shared a bedroom with her brother, who reported hearing her moving around, but thought she was just tossing and turning in her sleep. Her dad had also checked on her and her brother multiple times when he got home from his night shift at work, once at 12.30 a.m. and then again at 2.30 a.m. But police believe, for reasons unknown, around 3, 3.30, Aisha left her home that night on her own, taking with her a backpack, some clothes, and some other belongings. Mm -hmm. Several people spotted Aisha walking along the highway around 3 or 4 in the morning, wearing all white. One attempted to approach her to see if she needed help, Mm -hmm. but she got scared and ran off into the forest. So the police searched heavily into the woods where the the guy had said that she ran off Mm -hmm. to, where they found a shed of a nearby business, Turner Upholstery, the name of it was, and discovered that Aisha had presumably sheltered herself from the storm because this was also a storm that night. Oh my she's gosh. just in white t-shirt, yeah. white shorts. Nothing makes sense. So she was sheltering herself under this shed because they found candy wrappers and pencils and marker were found and a little Mickey Mouse shaped hair bow was also located. Um, Aisha's family confirmed that those were her mm-hmm. items. So they know that she was there. Yeah. 
She hasn't been seen or heard from since. There was some speculation that a book that she had read in school that happened to be about a boy who leaves home to go off on an adventure with his friend might have been a reason for her own departure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But despite the fact that she may have left on her own, police believe that at some point she ran into trouble and foul play is suspected. Mm -hmm. So after the family discovered her missing, they noted that quite a few of her possessions were also missing, like her book bag, some photos. Even though some articles say that there was no photo in the bag, she had a basketball uniform. She took no winter clothes, even Mm -hmm. though it was mid-February and freezing. A year after her disappearance, construction workers found Aisha's book bag 30 miles from where she was last seen. The backpack was wrapped in two black plastic trash bags and buried. Recently, detectives announced that they were looking for an early 1970s Lincoln Mark or Ford Thunderbird. It was the green in the picture. A tip indicated that Aisha may have gone into the vehicle similar to this while she was walking along the road. Also recently, a prison inmate wrote to the Star newspaper saying that he knows what happened to her. So this guy, Marcus Mellon, wrote saying that Aisha was killed and he knows where to find her. Marcus is a convicted sex Mm -hmm. offender, convicted of sex crimes against children. And he actually lived in that area. Was he out at the time that she like went missing? I did not see that. I didn't, Mm. I didn't, I didn't check that. But police were following up, but they say a lot of times inmates say anything to try and get things, you know, maybe get moved to a different facility. Mm -hmm. So they try and be cautious and careful of all those tips. Mm Mm-hmm. But Reddit, man, when you start reading Reddits, you go into a rabbit hole of like oh, conspiracies. You, yes, because it's yeah. like, what would make this little girl want to leave home? You know, she packed her bag in the middle of the night. Yeah. She had, she locked it. She had keys to the house, so she had locked the door on her way out. And mm-hmm. why didn't people, like, why didn't people do more if they see a little girl like walking they, up for yeah. her in the morning? She's nine. Yeah. But so, some of the Reddit ideas of what people think might have happened was the book, and the book was called The Whipping Boy. Oh, yeah. That maybe uh, she was supposed to meet a friend to go on this adventure, Mm -hmm. but the friend backed out and is just now too afraid to say anything because she's went missing. And Mm. they don't want to get in trouble, and they don't, you know, they're scared. Yeah. She had also lost a basketball game and was very distraught by it. Like, she felt like she left her team down. She had her back. She had her basketball clothes mm-hmm. with her in the bag, so it was in there. The family all passed lie detector tests, but there are still people who think that like maybe E family was like foul play, like something happened. You know, she didn't leave the house alive. Which I, out of all of these conspiracies, I do I don't think that one is one of them. Yeah, because I mean, if so many people, like so, so many what? unconnected people, saw her walking down the road, right. like she obviously left the house alive. Right, right, and they passed yeah. lie detector tests. So. Yeah. Um, one was that she was groomed by someone that she knew, like Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, a coach or something and was tricked into going on like a warm trip. And that's why she only had warm clothes with her Mm. because she was going out to meet this person. Yeah. And then, you know, they ended up taking her into sex trafficking. And then the most ridiculous one was sleepwalking. But I think that for me, I feel Mm. like the one, the grooming like the grooming one. I mean, it seems like the most logical because why else would a nine-year-old like just randomly leave, leave their house. house in the middle of the night? Like, why would they do that? Yeah. With a backpack, like she planned it. Yeah. And 
so her mom thinks that that's kind of what happened too, that she mm-hmm. was put into sex trafficking because she always was very, she was taught to just respect adults mm-hmm. and like she always wanted to make people happy and she never wanted to upset anybody. And so it would be easy for her to trust an adult because that's kind of how she was raised. Yeah. And if it's someone over time that has, you know, created this bond yeah. with her, they could do it. So they mentioned the shed for that upholstery place, but mm-hmm. they don't talk about it at all. Like, who owned that spot? Like, you like know, why? Like, did she just randomly find yeah, the did shed, she find or the shed did someone did she tell her the it shed? was there? Did someone find her from you know, mm-hmm. like, like did they question the people who work at that upholstery place, and like why yeah. are they considered in any of these? Yeah. Like no, that's be... a good question. Yeah, because it's like, what made her go there? Like, did she just stumble upon it and was yeah. like, "Oh, it's raining. I need shelter." Which did she know it was there? Cause a it's lot kind for of a nine-year-old. Like but a, it was like in the outskirts of town, so it's like maybe she knew it was there mm-hmm. and she went and she knew that she could get mm-hmm. coverage. But I, I would want to know more about this upholstery all, place. Yeah, I'm like, that's it's also a last, shed. That yeah. was where she was last known. You would think it would be like, well, maybe like maybe not with a small town, but you'd also think it would be like locked too. Like there yeah. would be a lock on it if it's going to be for a business. Yeah. So it's just like, was there a lock? Was there not? So every yeah. year, Aisha's family has organized a walk through the town that ends at her billboard. They have a billboard up that just stays, mm-hmm. that's been up since she went missing. Um, this practice keeps their beloved girl from being forgotten, they say. Mm-hmm. If she is still out there, they know that one new detail could bring her home. Yeah. And someone has to know. Yeah. You just don't go disappear like that as a little girl. Exactly, you know? yeah. There's a $45,000 reward on top of a $20,000 one from the sheriff's department mm-hmm. for anyone who can help solve this case. Mm-hmm. And even though after 20 years have passed, the investigators and the degree families are still hopeful that she's alive. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. Like, right. you know, I don't even... Or I don't know. It's just scary to think that, like, someone... Or even she just had a thought to just wander out of her house in the middle yeah. of the night and not say anything to anyone. Yeah. You know? And it's also, like, why was her backpack also, yeah. found wrapped in black trash bags? and Exactly. Yeah, and also, like, what was it? Was everything in it? Or yeah. so her like, keys were in it. There was a book, a Dr. Seuss book in it, and mm-hmm. she had some new kids on the block pajamas. Oh, that's which cool. Makes me love yeah. her even more. Yeah. <laughs> and um, her keys. So like that's how they know. You know, she didn't. Mm-hmm. She left on her own. She locked the door. Yeah. Right when you started talking about her story, I was like, oh my god, because I found the one that I found was on a. Um, it was actually, it's a website called babygaga.com. That's what mine is on. Oh, was it? Yeah, and it was 15 missing children stories that just give you the creeps. Yes, and this I one was just does. Like, this one, like, haunts me. Yeah. Like, I think about it, like, I think about it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, what happened? Yeah. And then you start reading the Reddit stories, and you, yeah. you know, you read, and you think, like, well, did she go on an adventure? Like, she did have a book, and she right. had her pajamas. Like, yeah. maybe she went on an adventure, you know, maybe she and just got lost or something, and yeah. yeah, someone you know saw her and pulled over, mm-hmm. and grabbed her. Yeah, that's actually probably more likely than oh, definitely. Like, yeah, but still, someone knows something. Mm-hmm. Somebody saw her somewhere beyond what they know. 
yeah. Do you have mm-hmm. anything going on this week? No, just just work and I have the Ohio State plays on Monday for the national championship. Ooh. So I'll be watching that and that's like the highlight of my week basically. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much I'm doing aerial <laughs> yoga and that's pretty much the highlight. I actually mm-hmm. go next Sunday to go get the COVID shot. Oh yeah. I, I had to get it pushed back because it, I it. signed up right in the middle of my aerial yoga teacher training mm-hmm. with not even realizing it, so I had to reschedule yeah. it. So I think yeah. that I'll be like a little relieved once I get that done. Oh yeah, you'll be good. I get my I get this I get the second one on the twenty first, I think. The twenty third. Yeah, I got my first one on the second, and I have to get my I registered my second one for the twenty third. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. No. I just hear it's bad for women with Botox in their face. Only, so the Pfizer one's good. It's okay. only, it's a side effect of the Moderna. Uh, the Moderna shot is, yeah, it's um your body, it's like a, it's some reaction that is like completely normal that, yeah, if you have like, <laughs> if you have like lip fillers or something like that, like your face just swells up. And I was like. I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> um, so I was like, that's crazy for whoever lives in a state. Hopefully, uh, like, California doesn't yeah. have a... Does, hopefully, California has <laughs> Pfizer and not Moderna because about to be seeing yeah. a lot of <laughs> A lot of people have been lying about their Botox and hip <laughs> injections. So Me. the firemen were the best part of oh, being truthful. always. It was great. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm great. <laughs> As you have to like wait fifteen minutes before they let you leave. Well, you like yeah. Like, just because of how hot he is, you're like. Oh. Yeah. So I. Th- I mean, I think I'm having symptoms. <laughs> Can you check my pulse? I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I need mouth to mouth. Like I need CPR. I can't breathe. Help me. Um, yeah. All I'm doing is starting but... the net my next book, which is The Year of Yes. Oh. By Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Which is like kind of hard to do in a year of covid but we'll see how it goes Mm -hmm. i think just i think it's just a good book to start the year off by. yeah just like an optimistic book on like how you can just helps your mindset better your life Mm -hmm. but i love shonda rhimes like she's did you watch bridgerton yet no i keep seeing it and everybody talks about it but i haven't Uh, i've binged it in one day it's so really i'll have to watch it i i've honestly been watching um, just because I needed, like, something in the background that, like, I didn't have to pay attention to, but I've been watching Skin Wars. Skin Wars? What's yeah. That? It's a body painting competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I it's got, I've like, Rebecca Romaine, um, Stamos, oh, really? and, like, uh, RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's just a, yeah, it's just a body painting competition. It's actually pretty good. Um, some talented people on there, yeah. for sure, but, yeah. I've just been watching that lately, just to, just a little mindless, mindless show that yeah. I have to think My about. My mindless show is Arrested Development. Oh. I love, I can put that on over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. I think it's just so funny. That shit's great for me. That oh yeah, so, the, I mean, I do that too. It was on at the nail too. salon today and I was just like, I like wasn't even paying attention. Oh, he was just like doing whatever. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. I do that one too, but. Yeah. That's so good. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a comment if you enjoyed this episode. And find us on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. 
even though I feel like I've been using Facebook less and less these days. Oh, I know. But, me too. Um, and email us at milkcartonkidspodcast at gmail.com if you have any cases that you'd like us to cover. Um, and until next time, stay alert.